Welcome back to the Change on Purpose podcast. I'm your host Seamus and in today's episode I want to talk about overcoming limiting beliefs. What are limiting beliefs anyway? Have you ever heard about them? Well, limiting beliefs are beliefs that hold you back from achieving your goals and living the life you truly want. In this episode I'll be discussing what they are, how to recognize them and whether it's negative self-talk or sabotaging behavior this episode will help you recognize and challenge them limited beliefs so that you can start living a more fulfilling life. So as ever, earpods in, grab a coffee and stick around till the end as I share practical strategies to overcome these limiting beliefs. Here, we all have beliefs about ourselves, about other people, about the world around you that shape our thoughts shape our emotions and ultimately shape our behaviors and our actions some beliefs can be very 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 positive they'll empower you drive you towards success but other beliefs can be so limiting that they'll just hold you back from ever achieving any form of goals and living the life that you want in this episode we'll talk about limiting beliefs how they might develop and we'll offer strategies to identify them and overcome them um, identifying and overcoming limiting beliefs is very important for achieving any kind of goals, you know, to, that lead to living a happy or fulfilled life. Like by challenging beliefs and expanding your mindset, you can really unlock a bit of potential that you didn't even know you have and create a life that's full of purpose, you know, bring you joy and put meaning into, into your life. Right. So let's jump into it. What are limiting beliefs? Limiting beliefs, quite simply, are beliefs that hold that you hold about yourself, or like I said, or others, or the world around you, that can hold you back from reaching your full potential. The beliefs, the, these limiting beliefs, they're typically ne- negative, um, self-limiting. They put shackles on you, like they hold you back, and develop as a result of all your life experiences, which include your upbringing. Um, they can include cultural influences like, you know, where you're from, um, you know, whether it's societal uh, limitations, etc. Like some common limiting beliefs start off as small as like, I'm not smart enough or I'm not good at, you know, you fill in the blank, like I'm not good at X, Y, Z. Um, you might feel that you don't deserve success, that you don't deserve the pr- promotion in your career or relationship and um, you might feel that you're too old to to try something new or maybe you feel that you're too young to to advance in whatever direction and then beliefs they can be so deeply ingrained in us then they can be really really hard to change and they can prevent you from taking action you know taking that first step towards that goal or, or you know whatever life you want to live Um, tom hanks gave an interview when it was doing a bit of research into this tom hanks gave an interview in 2016 he had a movie coming out at the time called hologram for the king full disclosure i don't think i've seen it but anyway um anyway when it was being released he gave he gave this interview where he admitted that he could really relate to his character's um sense of self-doubt uh hanks said that no matter what we've done there comes a point where you think how did i get here when are they going to discover that I, I'm in fact a fraud and take everything away from me? Imagine that, like Tom Hanks, an A-lister. He's been at the very top of his game for decades and he feels like this every day. 
well, if he can feel like this, then normal people like us can surely feel the same way too. Limiting beliefs can develop in a number of ways. They may be based on negative experiences that you've had in the past. Maybe you've tried and failed at something, or maybe you've just even watched someone else try it and fail it, fail at it. They might be passed down from your parents or other authority figures. Um, maybe how they talk to you from a young age, like they shape how you think about yourself or how you feel about yourself. Um, you might also develop limiting beliefs, like I said earlier, based on societal or cultural norms. Um, like the idea that success is only achievable for certain types of people. Or maybe even based on a kind of a class system, an outdated class system. Like maybe the organization that you're part of, there are certain positions or opportunities that just aren't available to people like us. You know, they're limiting scenarios. The problem with limiting beliefs is that they can become self-fulfilling prophecies. Because if we believe that we're not good enough, we're less likely to take the risk or take the chance to pursue, you know, goals that you might, you know, you might really want to do. And then that ultimately prevents you from achieving success and it reinforces that belief. So it's 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 a self-fulfilling prophecy and it's a cycle that keeps going on. Like it's one thing knowing what they are, these limiting beliefs, but how do you identify them? Well, one way to identify limiting beliefs is through journaling, right? Now, don't dismiss it straight away, but by writing down your thoughts and your feelings, it can help you to uncover patterns in your thinking and identify negative self-talk, limiting beliefs that could be holding you back. And if you do it like some people do it in the morning, some people do it in the morning and the evening, they just write down three thoughts, three emotions that they're feeling, whatever. Just look back on it over the space of about a week or, you know, this 30-day thing, like over the course of a month, and you might discover, shit, I I actually think very badly about myself or like, why, why do I think that about that? Why can't I go on? So journaling can identify patterns in our thinking. Another strategy, as per usual, is to talk to a trusted friend, family member, or mentor, or whatever, someone that you trust in your life. But sometimes it can be very difficult to identify your own limiting beliefs because they're so deeply ingrained in our thinking, like that that's just that's who, who we are, you know, it becomes part of our personality. And talking to someone else can provide fresh per- perspective and help you identify patterns in your thinking that you might not just notice on your own. If you feel you're going around in circles talking to people, like from my own experience, and if I was to give advice, which is like not not my thing, but I'd I'd say your spouse, your partner, your colleagues, your friends, they're they're not your therapists. Like so if you're going around, you know, with the same pattern and you're you're saying the same, I've done it in the past. Like I've made that mistake where I maybe over talked or overshared my stuff or whatever. Most people in your circle mean well for you. They they wish you the best, but with respect, like it their ability to help you might be limited and ultimately it's not their job. So if you're looping around and you're continuously going back with this, you know, and they're telling you your thought, you know, you've limited beliefs, like you feel bad, but you need probably to think about going to a therapist or, you know, some suitable professional. That's the caveat with that talking to people. Um, if you, if you are overdoing it, go talk to them. Anyway, that's enough pontificating, isn't it? Um, there, there's also common signs that might indicate that you have a uh, limiting belief. And these signs can include negative self-talk. Like if you're waking up uh, and the first thing in the morning before you even throw your legs out of bed is negative about yourself or what you're going to do, you know, 
that's a sign, isn't it? Like self-sabotage and behavior. Um, if you're doing stuff like, like, like we say about, you know, someone that works out or whatever, if, if you've got a, a gym program and if you're going on the beer five nights of the week or whatever, that's self-sabotage and behavior. Like, you know, you somewhere inside, you probably don't think that you're, that you can be as fit as you want to be, or that you can't take part in whatever activity it is. So it's going to ultimately be self-sabotaging. Or maybe you've got a fear of failure, a fear of success. Like, you know, you've, you know, that you need to overcome. And like, if you're constantly telling yourself that you're not good enough or you, or you avoid taking any kind of risks because you're afraid of failure, afraid of success or afraid of what other people are thinking, they might be indicators or, you know, kind of just little flags that you've a limiting belief somewhere that, needs to be addressed before you start seeing results you know in order to recognize or challenge limiting beliefs it's important to be start becoming aware of them you know to start noticing them to notice the negative self-talk like we talked about or the self-sabotaging behavior pay attention to our thoughts or feelings that, that come with them like ask yourself where the hell are these beliefs coming from why am i thinking like that like ask whether they are based on fact or simply perception you may notice that in patterns of journaling like i said over a period of time where you've been you know writing down how you've been feeling or how you think about yourself or your friends or, or this therapist that we might have said um, go talk to maybe they're mirroring them back to you like they're you know they're actually telling you look here look that that's an issue but we need to become aware of them um when when we see them when we notice them become aware of them and take note of them because that's that's the first step because um, once you've identified your limiting beliefs, you've, you know, focused in on them, then you can begin to challenge them. Now, this may involve, challenging them may involve questioning the vali validity. Well, Jesus, that's a tongue twister, isn't it? The validity, like how valid they are. <laughs> Jeez, we got there in the end. Um, and looking for evidence to the opposite, to the contrary of it. Um, and NLP neuro-linguistic programming reframing of the belief works here so the power of the reframe like you can always see the situation in a more positive light and it's not about to toxic positivity and like oh you know chin up bright side out it's not about any of that bullshit um it's more about creating a scenario where you constantly see where you've been constantly seen as a negative or impossible to even if only slightly a little just a chink of light that you can start to see something possible within it you know look just find a bit of positive in the situation no matter how dire it is and then start taking action on it you can start to prove to yourself that that belief that you held that's so so strong within you that's it's not fully true like maybe if you can make it not fully true first you know rather than say oh it's 100 not true but if you can get a little chink in there to say ah oh, it's not maybe it's still 90% true in you but like you start seeing the little chink and then gradually over time or even instantly but gradually will do that limit and belief can start you know to to dissipate um like any of us that have kids my 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 young fellas are all into hurling and um my youngest fella like since he was two I had him hurling but it was always on the ground it was always ground hurling obviously he like he's holding a hurl from when he could walk and I remember remember him you know, he just wished he could hit it out of his hand, but he, he's like, I can't do it. I can't. It's always, that's how kids are, isn't it? I can't, I can't do that. I, I can't do that. 
got him outside into the garden this day. And how does it start? It starts with you kind of standing behind him, holding the hurl and, you know, throwing the ball up and swinging it, getting used to swinging it while the ball's in the air, and then getting him to throw the ball up himself, you know, I'm missing it 40 million times. And then eventually, within probably 30 minutes, it goes from I can't do it to, like, it's almost instant where they can. Now that same kid is, you know, has as good a puck out as anyone. Um, same young fella, he'd kill me if he ever heard me telling the story, but he he never learned to ride a bike, you know, at the age that the other kids did. And, like, in the in the last year, I had said, right, we're going to stop this. Like, we're going to get a bike. You know, you have to be able to. Because what he was doing was when he'd go to his friend's house, to his little mates, they were going around on bikes or whatever. And he, he, he would always have an excuse, like, he just didn't like bikes. And he did. He did like bikes, and he loved the idea of it. But because he was a bit older... He was too big to be using a bike with uh, stabilizers or that. So he just used to tell, you know, I have no interest in it, no interest in it. And when I'd say it to him, it was like, oh, I just can't do it. Got him a bike and um, got him a bike for a birthday present and did it in private in the back garden, large back garden, and got him on it. And the same thing, yeah, a bit of balance, pushed him along, went from my can't to within, again, I swear to God, within half an hour doing laps of the garden, you know, and the same young fella come up to me afterwards and he said, I'm so mad at myself. And I said, why? And he said, because I should have learned this years ago. And I was like, but you didn't. <laughs> and you know how to do it now. And like, you know, you that's how that's how we learn, like, you know, just trying it and just, you know. So that was his limit and belief. It's just, I don't like bikes. I can't do it. So he went from I can't to I can, you know, by just trying it and just persevering with it. So anyway, enough of that. What are some strategies that we, can use to overcome limiting beliefs then like i mentioned one really powerful strategy is the reframing of thoughts instead of focusing on the negative aspects of it try to find a positive just one little positive a chink of light to come through um like if you've got that limiting belief that you're not good enough to apply for a particular job like if you reframe that thought to remind yourself of all the skills experiences everything that made you qualified for the role like a lot of us have applied for roles in the past and then got the bloody role and then suddenly had a mental meltdown or maybe almost talk ourselves out of going into the office on that first day. Like, Jesus, I'm not as qualified as the, the people that have been here before me or may, maybe more people applied for this and weren't as successful, but were, you know, way more qualified than me. Maybe we need to kind of have a little chat with ourselves, remind ourselves of all the things that we might have done to get us there to, you know, stack up our qualifications or whatever and have a look and see. Because sometimes that simple exercise, you know, like, okay, I've used this new, a new role maybe, but you can be anything, anything that, that, you know, that you're currently doing or involved in in life. Like if we use that reframe to say, you know, to look at all that we've achieved, like, and then maybe reframe it, isn't it exciting to, you know, what am I going to experience in this new role? Like, you know, to add to that um, list of achievements or capabilities whatever whatever wording you want to put around it um another strategy that you can use for it is to like seek out new experiences that challenge them limiting beliefs like if you have a limiting belief that you're not good at public speaking you could sign up for you know a public speaking course or join a public speaking club um toastmasters or whatever and develop your skills and confidence um i've coached a few people around public speaking and one woman who had a terrible fear of public speaking, speaking in general, even like in front of her peers, um, 
she like she just had terrible fear but her budding career was not just public speaking it was a media role speaking to the nation on a daily basis um now it could be as simple as you know man up or woman up or just get up there and talk but no <laughs> you can't just say that to somebody maybe maybe you'd need to you know, take gradual steps like like i said join something like toastmasters you know maybe go go to a weekly event just go to it don't talk um you know get used to being a room full of people first um and then like by not speaking and then maybe see how you feel the next night maybe you can hang around afterwards and you know network with people and talk and see how other people felt about talking in front of all them people you know get feedback from them and um, like you said with the tom hanks thing like you just don't know what other people maybe they they feel the same thing but they just have to overcome it daily and then maybe the next time you go you put your hand up and ask a question and work up to eventually like actually delivering a prepared talk and then maybe talking off the cuff because each time that you participate you're building on them skill sets and getting comfortable in that environment and in the time you know, over time then the beliefs around it they will change i've no doubt about that um speaking of new opportunities i mentioned the organizational limits that maybe maybe put on us in work like it it, it, it may be that you're working in an organization where to date like i said someone like us someone like you has never done x y or z because of you know some antiquated class structure or rank structure or you know status and and so you don't even seek out an opportunity that you know is there and that you you know in your gut you'd enjoy doing but what if you ask the right people like a manager or a leader in that organization if there's any possibility you know of you pivoting into that new area maybe it hasn't been done before but there might be no good reason why it can't be done now. You, you, you might be limiting your own self by believing them outdated negative points, you know, calling them fact in your own head. But you might actually be pleasantly surprised with the answer you receive. Um, at the same time that we're taking action then and overcoming all these limiting beliefs and, you know, stepping up, you know, into the light and trying these things, it's important to kind of approach it with a bit of self-compassion, you know, and a hell of a lot of patience towards yourself overcoming limiting beliefs it can be difficult and sometimes very uncomfortable and it's important to kind of be kind to your mind um, as you do it because good or bad whatever beliefs you're holding they're your beliefs like they're ingrained in your mind and like, however they got there sometimes they can be there for a very long time and it's not always nice to be told that you're wrong nobody likes to be told they're wrong but especially being told you're wrong about yourself um, by people, by you know, by yourself or by people that care for you, that can that can be hard to hear. So just you know, kind of remember the change in beliefs is it's a journey, a process, and it can take time. So just be patient. Um, to stay motivated while you're doing it, it can be helpful to remind yourself of the success stories of people like uh, that have overcome limiting beliefs. And I did mention Tom Hanks, and I wrote down Tom Hanks because, um. He's been acting since I was a kid, like, and he's he's one of the he, like. Do you ever see a bad Tom Hanks movie? You know, so I thought that was mad that someone like who has acted in and directed some of the biggest movies ever can struggle with limiting beliefs and overcoming them to reach new heights. Like daily, hearing about stories like that of people who've gone through similar struggles, maybe to yourself, and come out the other side, that can help you stay focused um, and keep a positive outlook. 
like no matter who you are that's listening to this episode, if you're a C-suite leader or just someone way down the pecking order, just but trying your damnedest to improve yourself, your situation, there's always someone out there who has changed their beliefs about themselves or a situation, an environment, whatever it is, and went on to achieve exactly what you want. So what I would say is find them people. I bet, I bet you their story is documented somewhere. Read up on it. You might not ever get to meet them. I mean, like, what's the odds of you going to meeting Tom Hanks? You're not going to. But by reading up on him, you can 100% get to know them, you know. So might, you know, keep you positive, keep you a bit um, focused. So, look, that's more or less it. But before I want to wrap, wrap up here, I just want to share something that can also be helpful to you. Um, whether or not you've got limiting beliefs or like I mentioned earlier about my young fella, you might have kids that look up to you or you might be mentoring some or wherever. It is something that you can use in your daily life. And it's something, it's a central principle, I suppose, of neuro-linguistic programming, NLP theory. And it's called the map is not the territory. Like, you know how there are maps of whatever country you live in. There are maps of that country, ordnance survey maps. They map out all the contours, the terrain. They include features like, you know, everything from rivers and mountains and roads and houses, buildings. They have everything plotted out, don't they? Well, have you ever gone out for a walk, out for a hike? And according to the map, there's a building, there's a bridge, there's a junction right where you're standing. They're meant to be there, but they're actually at, they're not there. Now, life is like that, but there are 8 billion ordnance survey maps out there for the world. 8 billion. We all have created a map of the world through our experiences, you know, in like childhood, university, school, work, everything shapes this map. And the NLP theory suggests that a person's map of the world, which encompasses all their thoughts, their beliefs, their perceptions, can impact their experiences and their behaviors. So, like in other words, your thoughts, your beliefs, your perceptions, they're all influenced by your unique experiences, your memories, values, cultural background, like we said earlier, everything affects your map that can create different maps for different people. So the way we interpret and respond to events, that will vary so much by every one of us from person to person based on their individual maps. So... Like you said, if we were hiking, if we if we were to overlay or drop that map onto the ground, there are going to be errors. There are going to be anomalies. There's going to be features missing. There's going to be features added. And in the NLP theory, when when we say the map is not the territory, we can see that our mental or our mind maps are not the actual same as the the territory, the world around you, right? So how is that relevant to today's topic? By identifying and challenging our limiting beliefs we can expand our map of the world or update it redraw our map creating new opportunities in our lives right it can include things like i mentioned earlier from examining the language that we use you know uh, our experiences that we go through our self-talk um, questioning the evidence behind our beliefs or finding evidence that supports the opposite you know by maybe seeking out these new experiences, challenging ourselves, the assumptions or whatever, and rewriting, redrawing our map, you know, because it's like the map is not the territory. Um, hopefully that kind of hits some of you. Um, 
look, that's about it for today, I suppose. Ultimately, overcoming these limiting beliefs, it is about taking action, about you know pushing yourself outside this comfort zone, physically and mentally. It's probably more of a mental game with that one, with the beliefs. It's about challenging them beliefs and trying new things, isn't it? I guarantee you begin to see that many of your limitations were just in, in your own mind. With time, a bit of effort, and the right mindset tweaks, you, you can overcome them limiting beliefs, no doubt. You know, achieving whatever, you know, whatever is your full potential and make the change on purpose. So as ever, if you found this use, useful um, or if you know someone else that needs to hear it, be sure to share it with them. It might give them a bit of insight or motivation. And that's it from me. I'll catch you all next week. Have an amazing rest of the week. Stay safe. Good luck to you.